On this week's episode of the podcast, we have our very first guest of the year, Bubbly Nuggets, talking about music production, music production in video games, The Last of Us, and content creation in general. This is the DMGT Podcast. Spencer and today also we have a host also a host Spencer's always doing a great job I should have we should have rehearsed this a little bit that's fine we're gonna keep it like this <laughs> no, uh, no 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 it's not within it's not it's not fair to rehearse this is this is this is live dude. yes this okay. is live we're we're real people and this week we have a special guest uh, with us we have one bubbly nuggets aka Hi. Phil welcome Thank you. Philip, I'm sorry. I totally screwed that up right away. Uh, yeah, you literally <laughs> asked like right before you were like, Philip or Phil? Uh, it's, it's fine. I'll allow one. One Look, mistake. Man, all the, uh, thank you. So graciously allowing yeah. this for me. All the bullying you do on TikTok in my direction. All the bullying I do? You bully yeah, yourself. Yeah. I see that other account on there. I, I wrote through your videos and Danny, you're calling yourself Danny trash. Himself, so I, I, I have my personal account that I just like leave like mean comments under my videos just hoping that it like gains traction because, you know, like you're playing that algorithm game. So like if I say something like this video is stupid, then hopefully someone comes in like, what are you talking about, man? This was rude. And I'm like, it's just me. But now we got the ball. Rolling, you're trying to hit know? the controversial tab. I think like our 2023 plan for for dmgt should just be create hundreds of bot accounts uh <laughs> that are solely insulting you don't don't say that because that then it'll work and then if it works then 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 what the hell do we do spencer you and i need to talk because we uh should set that in order and get it going. oh yeah i'm oh, i'm no. totally down no matter the cost not no matter this. the time not um, liking this uh <laughs> You know, Philip. Since since uh, Danny ruined your intro with um, not respecting your your name, um, just so you know, Danny's name is Danny. It's not Daniel. What? It's just straight Danny on the old birth certificate. You're True. actually just named Danny. True story. Yes. So he just cut the middleman and goes, "You can't say a different one." Wow. God damn. Do people just come up to you and they're like, "Hey, Daniel," and you're just like, "No, dude, fuck you." Yes, exactly yep. like that. <laughs> I've done it to yeah, Spencer many super times aggressive. before. Beautiful. Yeah. I love yeah, it. Love it. Um, so let's, let's get into some stuff because we, I think we've, so Phil, Philip, you and I ran into each other through TikTok and I, I kind of ran into one of your live streams talking about, I think you were playing through Last of Us Part 2 or it might if, have I been, don't, yeah. if, if I recall correctly um, and just some interesting You weren't commenting about on my like, TikTok dance videos like. No, no. Like all unfortunately, my, the, uh, yeah. the, the e-boy my Fortnite dance dances. moves weren't weren't you know making it onto my feet is that one video where i lick my lips and look at the camera and gross out my fiance <laughs> i love it um uh, but yeah Sorry, like come on no no it's fine it's fine i'm trying to be like mr interviewer over here like it's wonderful you're doing very good if that. i was to comment under this right now you know what i'd say yeah great job keep going great. No, you're no. doing a good job <laughs> Not sarcastic at all. Um, no, None. but like you, you have a pretty fun uh, stream. You, you have a pretty healthy uh, online community that you're building. I've Thanks, I've man. been keeping an eye on the Discord, and I think you're doing a bunch of cool stuff. Obviously, 
your your guitar work and and some of that stuff, and then like talking about working on on some doing some work for Naughty Dog. I kind of want to get into a little bit as well, but yeah, yeah, just tell us a little bit about what you're doing online and uh, kind of how you got into gaming a little bit, and we'll just start taking it from there. Uh, I'm a very sad and lonely person, so that's how I got involved in gaming. Uh, Aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> a great starting place. For no, man. Games. I I started when I was when I was a young, young, young kid, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that I didn't have kids my age in my own neighborhood because I grew up mm. in grew up in a kind of rough uh, part of San Antonio, Texas, and so there was a lot of like gangs kind of in the community, and my mom didn't want me getting involved, so she was like, I don't know. Here's a Sega Genesis. Have fun. And so from that point on, I was addicted. You know, I I literally just lived in every little world that I could kind of construct and build myself from DuckTales to Sonic the Hedgehog to, you know, uh, uh, Golden Axe, which is the OG. Man, deep Um, cut. Love it. Dude, I it goes so far. I even go back to Commodore 64 because of a buddy of mine. But um, yeah, kind of from there, I... I had kind of an eclectic. I don't remember the original question that you asked. You asked me to explain something, and I can ramble yeah, for hours. So. You're going the life that you have on the internet. How'd you get there? Uh, yeah. Okay, great. And so, uh, wound up happening was, you know, grew up huge nerd, very not popular, you know, and um, yeah, I wound up going to music school, got a degree in music performance, moved out to LA. I started doing like a ton of touring. Um. You know, I've I've recorded and played with like I, I was out with the Backstreet Boys. I have a track with Kendrick Lamar, like cut with Justin Bieber, a whole bunch of things like that. And then um, I wound up just realizing that that's not very sustainable living. So mm. I wound up uh, taking some of that momentum and pouring it into sound design, which did get me involved with Naughty Dog. But I'm going to skip that real quick. Sure. As I kind of went through that, um, man, I I just I've always loved live streamers i've always loved live streaming um i really fell in love with the game grumps like maybe about oh yeah 10 years ago which i you know i guess they're all old now but aren't we all <laughs> yeah uh i fell in love with the game grumps because i had lost a family member and not to get too sappy too soon but um after losing it was my mom after losing my mom uh i was really really lonely and i would put on the game grumps in the background and I would just kind of like be in this house that I had now kind of inherited to myself. And I would just have them like laughing on my laptop in the living room while I was doing whatever else. And that kind of made me feel like I had people around mm. because they would laugh and make jokes about things that my friends that I normally would hang out with who were all like getting married or whatever now were doing. And, uh, you know, once I got the opportunity through TikTok, I uh, wanted to kind of carry that same energy over to other people. So the whole point of like my community and everything that I'm trying to build is as fun as it is live streaming and getting in good numbers of people or whatever, I ultimately want to give back to the kind of form of entertainment that I felt like helped me not feel not feel so alone. Yeah. So, yeah, that is my journey. That is my long path. Yeah. And like, you know, uh, Philip, I was stalking you a lot today um, in in preparation for this. And (laughs) thank you. One thing I don't know you you don't you know you you've been um, chatting with Danny on TikTok. Obviously, I'm not really part of the TikTok. Or Good for you, man. Anything, uh, <laughs> but 
Um, so I don't, you know, I'm, I don't always see everything that, that every, everyone does, but I was going through your TikTok and like, and, and your, I was watching some of your past live streams. I think you're like accomplishing your goal, right. Of, of just like being a nice place to stop by Yep. that like actually engages with the people that are there, be it a lot of people or little people like it, you know, I think it, it really came through for me. Like it was just a, it was nice. It was, it was soothing. It was a, a soothing listen slash watch as I was working throughout the day today. So, Oh man, thank you're, you. You're, you're killing it. Like, um, yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. I was loving it. And even, even on my, like my discord channel, if I'm not the one that pops off, but like, you know, anyone else who does a self promotion tab, they wind up getting somewhere because I gave them the ability to like get an audience through that. I'd still be super happy. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not out here trying to make it my like number one, you know, I'm not like thirsty for it, yeah. but if it did pop off, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're, we're all a little thirsty. We're all a little, thirsty. a little, a little, I, I simp a little for the, for the TikTok numbers. Just, a, just, just a tad. <laughs> I mean, you literally have to, uh, <laughs> like you have to submit fully to oh, the God. talk to get I, what you need. I bow um, to you. Oh God of talk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, Hey, if anything, I mean, Danny, 2023 plans. Oh man, Yo, Danny, fans, Danny's content. Right? It's like kind of where we got to go. Yeah, <laughs> Danny's content is like I, I find myself. You know, when you're on TikTok and you're scrolling, and then you hit that one video, and you're like, no, and you flip. Um, yeah. I do with, I do that to Danny's content every single time. Nice and ignore it. No, I, I literally, I have like IG. How many times have you blocked him? Yeah, yeah, I know 20. too many. It's weird that he even got contact with me. Um, no, I literally will come to the DMGT and I will stop at every single one of your videos because I love that you have such an expansively wide set of takes on different things. Even though I know you kind of poke at Last of Us sometimes to just kind of get under my skin, I feel it just a little. But, bit. but I do. I love. I love kind of like what you posted the other day of um. You're just like, I'm trying to do all of these things at once. And it's like, kind of like, fuck your niche. Yeah. Like, yeah, I am my niche. I exist as my niche. I am the niche. You know, there's a market for me somewhere out there. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, that's like kind of where we're at with a lot of like content creation. At mm-hmm. this point, it's like, you're a lot of, uh, across like YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, like, people that I gravitate towards it's yeah. always the people that are like I'm just me yeah and if you like me a little bit and you like the stuff that maybe I like and yeah. maybe also the stuff you, yeah you hate the stuff that I get annoyed about <laughs> just hang come on in right you know? like yeah uh, unless we all start doing thirst traps this year and then it's it's over the numbers will just come in it's possible you know we're gonna just start our, our own uh, trap house uh, gaming <laughs> trap house or something <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not above it. I will say I'm not above it. Like, oh my I'll, god, I'll go where we gotta go. This is our, if, our, if my our significant others would love it. I'm sure. Oh yeah, no, I can already feel her. She's not even here right now, and I feel her cringing. She's just like, there's a disturbance <laughs> in my force. <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah. No, I mean, it, it, I think it's really cool. Like all, all the stuff that that you're doing, and that's that's sort of how Spencer and I became friends uh, as well. Is just like a lot of our interests overlap and while we don't like agree on everything, I think that's also like a really cool part about like having a discourse with uh, people online in a healthy way, as much as it's hard to do that sometimes. Um, right. I threw but, down like, on one having of the like that different perspective you. is like, helpful. Yeah. 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 So 
but like no, you know, sure. talking about like I mean, I'm looking at your guitars. I'm already like, okay, what model is that one? And the other one, and like, okay, I, I need to catch up on my guitar collection because I haven't touched my guitars in like. Oh, bro, there's a year. there's seven more to the side right oh here, and then there's like I another four or five downstairs. I love it, but see, like all of that, and then like I think about like uh, talking about content creation and like people that that you see online and stuff. It's like I think about like all the interests that like an average person has. And it's like everyone's multifaceted. Like they like different things, totally. and you don't have to be an expert in everything to like at least engage in the uh, conversation a little bit. So I think that's where right. at least the, the roots of like the DMGT where it's like the three things I'm most passionate about that I'm consuming regardless. Right. And at Spencer and I kind of like how we became friends is like, we're always interested in tech in some fashion. We're always interested in music in some fashion. We're always interested in, in video games in some fashion. And the three can often uh, overlap, even if not all 100% of the time. So that, that's right. where we are today. That's incredible. I mean, honestly, yeah, uh, I think a large part of it is being able to communicate well with other people online until you yeah. get the inevitable, like, I think it was on one of your vids, which I'm not going to point out because I don't want to start, you know, <laughs> throwing anybody under the bus. But it's just people come out here and they're just like, no, well, you suck. Stop doing this. And it's like, shut up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just like, why yeah. do you have to? I remember it was it was another person oh, in the discord community that like someone commented on his video like damn, I hate, I hate small streamers. And it's just like, bro, where did you think they started? Right. Like all right. of a sudden, like, you know, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Jack guy came out and had an immediate audience of like 5 million viewers. Nope. Just like everyone's got to yeah. go. Why do you, uh, I can't anyways. Yeah. No. What, one of the things I, I, I love doing when you like discover a new content creator, uh, is just go to the first like year of their them doing oh shit. My God. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. just you know, like uh <laughs> like I I like this guy uh writing on games on YouTube. Uh -huh. um he's like an Irish Irish dude. Uh great, great accent, love an Irish accent. Beautiful. And he talks really in depth about video games from like a personal perspective. Right. Very, like um like head heady of mental health and talking about how games help him with those things or sometimes don't. Mm -hmm. But you go like to the very beginning of the guy's channel and they're like real slick, really nice, well done, well written, well produced. Wow. But like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like first 20 are, are pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and I know he probably worked way harder on yeah. those ones than he did on these new ones. But oh, it's yeah. like, hey, you get better at doing things if you do it more. Well, and <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of people will come through and, and they'll watch like DMGT's, you know, Danny's vids. And be like, oh man, this lighting in this background and everything. But it's like a lot of people don't understand. And this is where I hate. Wow, that was my throat making that noise. That's nice. I'm so sorry. Nice. <laughs> this mic is that good. Um, a lot of people come through and like check out people's videos and they're just like, oh, I can't do this because, you know, like they're so professional and they didn't see those first 20 videos. They didn't see like, you know, so they didn't see the glow up. Right. Right. And I feel like a lot of people need to learn that. It just happens one piece at a time. Like it's it's little by little. I, anybody can really do it. I just saw kinda. absolutely, absolutely. That's the other part too. Like literally anybody can do it. It's it's I, I just saw uh, uh MKBHD just like had a tweet today that was like popping off a little bit. It's like go back every now and then. If you want to keep yourself uh, grounded but also like see how far you've come is like go back every now right. and then and look at like your early stuff from like 2 years ago or, or even a year ago. And just yeah. like appreciate one that you're going to cringe a little bit, but also how much you grew. And I think yeah. that's like, that's like part of it too, where, where I'm like, 
man, I mean, I was making videos for like a solid year and a half. Um, yeah. Before, before like you and I connected a little bit, um, to like no before the halo to, like, the no, halo spanking. yeah before the before you whoop my ass at halo <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to nobody Sorry, to yeah. like literally like for a year and a half like consistently every day nobody watching these videos and it's right. you have to fall in love like not to get like super like grindy and like hustle culture on it but like you do have to follow uh, follow and fall in love with the process a little bit and it's easier to do when you're talking about things that you care about because even if one other right. person is listening or no one's listening you know what, this, I just needed to get my thoughts out there on this thing that I care about. And then eventually things will happen. And like, we, like H, like I got a little bit lucky uh, with the timing that, that the agency that found me for the HBO stuff, but like then nice. suddenly HBO reached out and someone said, Hey, we like your stuff. Can we send you a gift package and promo of the show? And I was like, absolutely. I was so also, holy shit. How incredible is that? But it's like the, the, the journey to get to that point is like, years yeah. literal years of just like trial and error trial and error and even today man and it's it's so funny because i i like i really hate hustle culture like i hate it so much i oh, it's I, literally yes a blight on humanity <laughs> oh dude it's the worst and then it's just like rise and grind baby i get mine right, every right. single day and it's just like no but there's there is some wisdom to the fact that it's like being able to outlast and sustain and go is is amazing but then i think also being real with where you're at Right. And being able to accept the journey. It's just like, ooh, what'd you crack open? Whoops. That was my, uh, <laughs> I got a little Modelo action going. Ooh, oh, nice. I'm jealous. I was, I was going to pour some uh, whiskey, but then I realized I don't have any. Uh, what was Oof. I saying? I lost my train of thought. That was a very satisfying crack. <laughs> it was a good crack. Yeah. Uh, what were you talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's a lot, of, a lot of people. It's just like, it's just like, what, at the end of Mario 64, what does he get? He gets a cake. Like, cool. You're, we're all going after that cake at the end of Mario mm -hmm. 64. But it's mm -hmm. like, what you remember is every part of the journey along the way. And I feel like so many people will burn themselves out or they will, like, drag themselves across the floor thinking everything has to be a thousand percent, a million percent. Yeah. It, it, every new thing has to have a result. But it's like, we forget that you go backwards a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I remember one, one time there was, like, I had a Logitech Brio and that thing went out on me. And that was, like, my oh, prime yeah. webcam for the moment. So I had to go back to my, like, c922 for like two months and it just i i looked like i was in minecraft you know it was pretty rough but it, but i still built a community the whole time yeah. i still had to keep going yeah. you know yeah yeah i hustle culture is is very very frustrating because like the the takeaway that i think matters is just like keep doing something that you like yeah if you want to get better at yep. it and it's like yeah. you know what every teacher says that shit through school you know like you're in band or uh starting to play you know, playing the trumpet they're like hey you, you just have to learn it and then you'll get better at it right right and it's like oh that applies to literally everything uh, <laughs> all right and so we just have to suck for a long time and then hopefully get better but i just really hate the idea of like the hustle culture as like if you're not always doing bro you're right. left behind and it's like no there was a there was a guy that blew my mind on TikTok who he's got like I think like close to four hundred thousand followers and um forgot his name but if it comes to me I I totally would love to plug him but he's a a drummer that you can find on my channel I'll do at him sometimes and he's doing these like blast beats over like just the funniest shit love a blast beat. and 
he it's the simplest setup, everything, but he's like grown his following. And you would think someone who's like that successful on TikTok would like, you know, be living off of that purely, but he's like a high school teacher. Yeah. And it, it's like there I, I feel like so many people want to pour themselves into like this is my whole thing, this is my identity, this is what I do. And the people that are like really popping off a lot of the time are just like, actually, this is something I do for fun. I have these other things that I'm so vested in that they're actually fulfilling me in my heart. Yep. And then this yep. comes auxiliary to it and so we get so caught up with the success that god i can't imagine all the people that are out here broke trying to be successful on tiktok yeah, and it's yeah. just like bro just target's hiring man it's it's like, it's a it's a balance of like you know just pursue your passion and things that you care about and then truly just like ultimately enjoy but then when yeah. you start getting into like can i make this into like a full-time thing can i like make a living off of this and not even live extravagantly like can like right for us like a baseline is like can we at some point sustain like the things that we talk about here on the yeah. podcast or on YouTube and TikTok right. eventually through the content itself? And if we got there, I like, I'm happy. We're golden. Oh, yeah. So like it is kind of keeping those expectations in check. And, and that's why I don't like do a review uh, or, or like talk about every single thing that I li listen to or play. I will talk about a lot of it because I'm just, I just have thoughts but not, right. not in a critical sense all the time. Like I will do every now and then with like, um, like the last like proper video game review I did was for uh, Halo for Infinite. Oh, Halo Infinite <laughs> a year ago, a Sorry, year ago. Back. I haven't done while reviews. Back. Uh, uh, cause I just don't like, not all the time. Yeah. It, I don't want to make it too, like I want to be able to like just unwind, relax. I'm just playing this video game. Can, which, I, can I offer, yeah. can I offer a recommendation real quick please, that came to please. me after that guy's comment on your video? Can you please do whole videos reviewing people's shitty comments or like, <laughs> like someone's just like, oh, I'm so tired. You suck because you do this. And you're like, let me go ahead and break this down. So this new comment just came out today and blah, 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 blah. And just really Why just not? like rip it apart. That man. would be a fun way but of like just continuing to generate more content on that. Oh my God. I used to, it used to bother me much, much more. Now it's like. Whatever, man. Like uh, these will come every now and then, but like, oh, you know, dude, if you so did funny. it in your like professional way that you approach everything and just like made it very surgical and like, hey, let's go ahead. So this first <laughs> sentence that you said here, like, or not even, not even refer to them. Just talk about it as just like, so the first sentence here, I wasn't too proud of it. You know, the you could tell it was a little rushed, but ultimately they met the deadline that they were trying to get to, and you know, they really got it out there, and execution. hopefully they'll find some fans the in it. Was yeah, a five like, five, right? Have you exactly. have you seen internet etiquette? On YouTube? Yes. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. I see what I would do, Danny, is uh send me their their stuff and I'll find them. Uh and oh man, get figure oh. out who are they? What are they? Why are they doing this? Why are you like this? Psychological get real down. taken with <laughs> who, it, you know. Who's still who it's just it always blows my mind people that take the time to leave shitty comments on Oh anything. yeah. Like even a bad review for like a local restaurant i'm just like <laughs> you know unless you got like food poisoning right like legitimately right like, like beware i run. don't give don't a shit chicken. about what you thought about the service right right and how horrible it is like it's it's a we're in a weird world where people are mean a lot it's very frustrating <laughs> I remember I saw this one uh, Twitter exchange where some guy was calling out a UFC fighter and he was just like, you should stick to commentating. You shouldn't, you know, like, what do you think about why are you getting out of retirement and getting back in the ring? And the guy was just like, I'd like you to come say that to my face, you know? 
And he was like, the UFC, the, the guy responded to the UFC fighter and he goes, he goes, nope, because you'd whoop my ass. That's why I'm saying it on Twitter. Yeah. It's like, this is, this is the social contract. Oh man. The contract we have. I love it. The guy had a good humor. He was like, so, fair enough. It was, it was hilarious. So, so people are, can be very negative. Uh, so I have a, a question for, for you, Philip, and, okay. and also you, Danny. What is the warmest, fuzziest place on the internet that you, mm. you go to at the moment? Like, where's Ooh. your little, besides maybe your own Discord? That's a, <laughs> it's too easy of an answer. No. Um, my like, Discord where do you gets go to find, like, your little, like, your little corner that's, you know, three to six months away from becoming toxic? Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That uh, you go first, Danny. Yeah. You you go first. I need a minute because okay, I, okay. It's, so, it's a lot of so muck for to me. Uh, my current one is probably the Coheed and Cambria subreddit. Oh the my god, nice. Um, because I'm a huge, huge, it's I'm a like huge Coheed. Head. Maybe one of the bigger fans alive. Uh, nice. I'm a huge nerd for him. Uh, they keep getting better, and that's and a fun place. Um, because it's just people high fiving about having somewhere to talk about. Right. This band that no one really, if you're not a fan already, you're probably not going to become yep. one at this point, <laughs> 20 years into their career. Uh, but it's a nice little place because it's just people that have that one little thing that they probably don't have people to talk uh, yeah. at length about. Yeah. Um, and it, that's, that's a really nice one. The other one I wanted to say was the box office subreddit, but that's gotten extremely toxic <laughs> over the last couple of years. That makes like, sense. It is that checks out. Yeah. Insanely toxic for a place that is to discuss numbers yeah and that's it that's what it's about all, all it takes is one person being like no shut up and then it's like <laughs> oh no yeah oh no um my answer to that you? would be uh the final fantasy 14 online oh. uh subreddits and just like that community in general i got really into it last year around this time like there was a little bit of a lull in, in game releases and my brothers and i were like all right let's get into this like, we've heard some good things here and there and that is the most welcoming place you could ever hope to find as a newbie because everyone's like in game and online. Yeah. People are like, hey, do this, this section, like the, your first 50 levels are going to be a slog, but I promise if you power through it, we'll help you. And then the game really starts taking off. And it's just always like constantly super helpful. And like if you mess up raids all the time and that I, I right. have done, they're like, no worries. Let's uh, add me to the to the party, and like I'll I'll literally like these random people that are like super maxed out. They're like I'll literally walk you through these sections. Right. So like these these are just people that have already like done everything you you need to do, and they're like, yeah. Now I'm gonna spend my free time playing this game, helping other people that haven't done. Actually, before. that's super helpful. It's super. I fun. I remember I remember because uh, I've only played kind of a, a little bit of Final Fantasy 14 because they they are all of a sudden were like, oh hey, you have to pay or something, and mm -hmm. I was like, and I'm done. Mm -hmm. um but it was really good and i remember there were people that were just like dedicating themselves just hanging out being like who needs help in the raid mm -hmm. who needs and they're just walking around the world asking if people are like are you having trouble with this dungeon i'll go beast it for you and we're fine yep yep and to yeah. be uh for the record i did stop playing because i it's like the monthly like recurring like you got to keep oh, paying for this mmo it's like i guess so I, I don't know if you use do you use, either of y'all use pro tools at all no no okay well yeah pro tools uh by avid they have a subscription method and they're just like we are so industry standard you will pay monthly for us and it's yeah. just it's miserable it's like anyways Adobe, that's my yeah. venting of it, it it's honestly like every single creative thing app at this point it's like oh right. we're actually changing to a subscription model this is definitely going to be better for you but it's not it's like 
Enjoy. Enjoy. What's your what's your happy corner of the internet? Uh, my happy corner of the internet is probably going to be um, it's our eye bleach. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. On That's Reddit, it's it's honestly like as much as I keep, I was like going through all the communities in my head, and I was like, oh, the Last of Us community on Reddit is actually, and it's not. It as soon as the second game came out, yeah. that thing flipped and exploded a little bit. Yeah. Um. But eye bleach, I feel like, is like the perfect place to like. It's like oh, a puppy. And then yeah. just don't enter the comments and never sort by controversial. Good move. Because then, Good move. Never yeah, sort yeah, by yeah, controversial. Yeah. Ever. Never. No. So Mm-mm. so we have three Redditors here, it sounds oh, like. Cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you do you all remember <laughs> how amazing the Elden Ring subreddit was for like the first couple weeks? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. It was maybe my favorite internet moment of twenty twenty two was that just right after release where everybody's like holy shit, did you see over here? And everybody's like, yeah. there's an over here? Yep. yep. <laughs> like, and just everyone super excited. And then uh, uh, Let Me Solo Her oh, yeah. Yeah. came into oh, the world. and It was beautiful hype. It, I, I remember watching it turn because that was actually the game that I really started live streaming with. And sorry, I'm pounding almonds as we talk. Uh, what wound up happening is I kind of made it was a few weeks of streaming it and then when i got to the elden beast or that that's that's what it is right the name the end? Yeah. so yeah at the end yeah, yeah yeah okay just so i don't you know all of a sudden get slapped by the internet when this comes oh, out um that's all of a sudden it just got it went from people being like like let me drop in and give you i'll give you a shield i'll give you this and that then all of a sudden my chat turned into like like what's wrong with you god you suck i can't watch this guy die another five times and like that was kind of the pivot where people started getting angry about it and they just wanted to start watching people just like beast mode through the game at that yeah. point. And yeah. it's like when everyone's discovering it, it's beautiful. Yeah. And then all of a sudden everybody becomes a professional and then they want to backseat game it or they want to talk about how much they think they're better than you. And it's yeah. yeah. And But I, I think we can all agree. Um, the Elden Beast can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a very, a 10 out of 10 I game. thought it was an underwhelming final boss it was like uh, it that it made me so frustrated it, it started uh it was actually the thing that started getting people to stick around longer for me because i create characters sometimes in my live streams and i named the elden beast steven because he was like this giant slug lord and so yeah. all of a sudden like people people would like you know be telling me to do the voice but he'd be crawling out and be like behold i am all that is the beginning and the end i am the elden beast steven and you shall die by my hand yeah, honestly so, that's a good voice for him because he's a freaking nerd <laughs> he's just a big <laughs> space slug elden beast I, is a nerd dude out of everything in the game you fight these giant warriors these giant right. monsters and then it's just like a booger with knives is like yeah. what your final bosses yeah. so and they're weird. definitely uh, and they didn't forget to give you your horse in that humongous <laughs> flat area that definitely needs a horse what was it uh uh super smash brothers like the playing with no items just in a flat world is oh, pretty man. much the ending battle in eldering yeah yeah it's brutal run i had to totally minutes. respec because i was like I, i'm not good enough at this game to beat him <laughs> with a deck strength built i just can't do it i had to i just had to I remember redo that. yeah my character i was so mad oh my so god lovely. i i never got to respec i should have i did it like three times I've, Dude, I want to go back, but it, there's so many other games that come out. I have to play Forspoken. I have to play, which I, I just, I need to. I started it today, and it's just hard. 
Forspoken? Yeah, it's it's just hard to play. Ah. I have definitely been watching a lot of stuff about Forspoken. Uh, and actually, Danny, I think a, a lot of the things I've been looking at, people are making uh, the connection to Final Fantasy XIV. Mm. Uh, I think fourteen, where it's like, this game, a mess. But oh. if you get through a lot of the mess, then it kind of becomes okay to maybe, maybe <laughs> good. Mm. But it's like you have to get through like fifteen hours. So I think dude, the, the whole the, 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 yeah go go. go well, no, no, I I just I, I'll just say I played I played like an hour of it today, and I still haven't gotten to the action yet. Uh, you have, I I believe, more oh, no. hours of oh, no. not really oh, much action. That's yeah, that's yeah. not a great way to start a game. Uh, pro tip: uh, once once you get cuff, I think yeah. is the character. Um, yeah. you can mute it in. You oh. can mute it in the accessibility settings because apparently it never stops talking to you. Oh my god! Oh my god! And Honestly, it's quips, baby. The demo is what turned it off for me. I was like secretly hope, like not secretly. I was just kind of hoping, like, oh, I hope this one's a fun one. It just looks interesting. The premise yeah. is interesting. And then I played the demo. I was like, I'm not going to pay seventy bucks to play this game. I'm sorry. I'll wait for it to come on oh, PlayStation. Plus. I got it for free. I, I bought like a, a new AMD like Radeon card, and oh, you know, they were nice. just like. They were like, here's three games that you're never going to play, and I guess one of them's Forspoken, so here you go. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. That's dope. Uh, Look, I I mean, the best comment I saw about this game is, Uh, this is the best game that next year will be free on PlayStation Plus that I'll play for 20 (laughs) minutes and then stop playing forever. I mean, Uh, what are the chances that they're going to patch it and make it like Cyberpunk? How Cyberpunk's like super playable now and like, Oh, Spencer has I think feelings about that. Oh, it no. is super, it is playable. I beat Cyberpunk. Oh, did I did beat, it. That's right. You did beat it. Yeah, I did yes. it. I did it. But I waited what two years? Pretty. Much. I still yeah. I need to reinstall and do a fresh run because the, the team way. posing naked on a motorcycle was kind of rough. It was. Yeah. It was, I mean, <laughs> it still happens. At least as of like three months ago, like uh, there was still crashes and bugs, but most of the time you yeah. could play it which was an improvement. That's why I love <laughs> to hear about my AAA titles. Uh, I want to get into some stuff that, that you're doing uh, or that you've done, Philip, a little bit, because you also came okay. in hot and dr- like, we weren't going to let you get away not talking about some prod credits no. uh, credits on uh, Kendrick and Justin Bieber over here. Let's talk about, no, a little bit about that. How did that come through? Uh, being poor and needing money. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot worse yeah. ways to go with no, for sure, for money. sure, for sure. No, so I, uh, I always wanted to do, um, session playing as a kid. I remember one year I was watching Carlos Santana. I was like 12. It was Carlos Santana and Dennis Chambers. And Dennis Chambers, uh, took this drum solo that was like unbelievable where he was like wiping his forehead. Like he was tired with his instructional booklets. So it was like great plug. That's, that's awesome. And, um, well, and so I was like, oh my God, this is all I want to do. So year after year after year, I kept practicing, kept learning, kept taking lessons, and uh, finally graduated from Berkeley College of Music, came out here, and my first real gig at a bar, uh, somebody told me I sucked. Nice. And yeah, it was amazing. It was literally like, I was like, oh my God, like I've made it. And this dude was just like, you're terrible. You're a horrible musician. Ugh. Like whatever, blah, blah, blah. Told me all, he was so drunk told me all the things that he thought were miserable about my playing. And then uh, I came back like a month later and I got asked to play again. And um, I totally actually took everything he said that was super negative. And I, I was like, okay, mate, let's find what is 
like substance here. Yeah. And him and I are actually pretty decently good friends now, which is funny because he's like, he's got like a nickname for me and everything. And he laughs when we hang out. And I'm just like, this guy was such an asshole to me. He's like, no, I love you. And it's, it's, you know, he doesn't remember. He Classic. was blackout. But, um, so I, I moved to Los Angeles cause I did this one performance at Berkeley where this, uh, the singer pulled me aside who was kind of older and he was kind of mentoring some other people, but he was like, I think you need to move out to LA. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll move to Austin to be closer to my home. I'll move to New York. Maybe I'll move maybe to Nashville. Yeah. I never considered Los Angeles. And so he was like, you need to get out there and just do it. And I was like, okay. And so it was like, I took it as a sign. Uh, I drove out West, you know, and I got a couple of gigs, one playing at the bar or whatever. And I just started like meeting people at different venues, different clubs. Uh, I used to go to a church ages ago, which I'm not very churchy now, but um, a lot of people were in the industry and they would be like, oh, I know that this audition's happening, that audition's happening. So I would just like show up and do these little things. Um, and, you know, here and there, like, hey, my buddy's recording all these tracks or whatever, and he's going to submit them. And then one day you get a call and he's just like, oh, yeah, one of them got picked up by Kendrick. And I was like, oh, no shit. Like, that's fire. Hell yeah. Um, and then I had another buddy who was an engineer here in town and he was just like, Oh, he called me at like two in the morning and he was like, I'm in a session right now for, and I heard him say justice beaver. And I was just <laughs> like, I was like, these fucking DJs have the worst names. And so I show up and I was just like, dude, who the fuck is justice beaver? And he was like, I said, Justin Bieber, you asshole, get your rig inside. And I was like, Oh God. So like it was it's kind of just being in the city and being present and practicing your craft and making sure you meet people. Yeah. And most importantly, not being an asshole. If you can show up and not be a dick to other people and be like, oh, this is cool. I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Yep. Then all of a sudden you find yourself doing things you never thought you would have done before. That's not perverted or Los Angeles creepy. Yeah, things. that's awesome. I, I think just being a competent professional at whatever you're asked to do. Yeah. It's really half of it. And then the other half is just finding someone that'll be like, oh, maybe he would be good for that. Right. You know, like, yeah. right. Uh, yeah. All predicated on not being an asshole. It's uh, one of the <laughs> number one. Unless you're so good, they let you be an asshole, which is, I hope that goes away. Well, at that point, no one's there. hiring you and you're working for yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. Which, right. you yeah. know. Yeah. Big. Um. So I have to do a deep cut on yeah. some of the credits I saw of you. Um, this is just for me. And just so you know, some people in our friend group call me the ultimate Midwest emo kid. Oh, no. Um, so well, tell me about playing with Aaron Gillespie. Aaron Gillespie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this is back when he was drumming for Paramore. Oh, for oh, real? Wow. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah. Okay. So he was he was temporarily with Paramore. Um, he actually felt pretty burned by them too. So, shout out to Paramore, I guess. I don't know. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> oh no! Don't say Ooh. that. The internet loves <laughs> Paramore right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Paramore is great, and they've gone through a lot of terrible growing pains throughout the years. And I really don't have an opinion because I've never interacted with them at all. Um. But uh, I actually, I was doing like a church run with him. So it's like, mm. he's actually this big, like, I don't know if he is now, but I used to be, again, super, super involved in Christianity before it, it turned very, very dark as of recently, I feel. And um, I would do worship services with him and he would like stand up, play acoustic guitar and like do a kick drum with his foot. Oh, wow. And so, Hell yeah. yeah, he was super folk and I really enjoyed it. And he was super, super kind. He got me uh, hooked up with LR Bags. This is a great pickup That's company. Good. Yeah. Just that saying. is awesome. Now, 
do you think that he's a better drummer or a better singer? Ooh. Mm. I think Spicy. he is an incredible human being and is very talented at everything. Boom! Very Cop political answer. <laughs> very political answer. <laughs> the, the biggest question I have about your time ever yeah. knowing Eric Gillespie is he, you know, he's been doing drumming and singing for a lot of his career, right? Right. And he, he has such an extreme turn of the neck to uh, get to his mic. Right. How does he not have like a broken neck? Like it's like whenever have I you, watch live videos of like, have you seen, I love him. Have you seen Corey Taylor? No. So if you ever look up Corey Taylor from Slipknot without the mask, uh, he's just got like a strong, chunky neck. Ah, it's just like some people, okay. seem, some people just have strong necks. He's got a thick neck. Okay, yeah, not me. Sense. I have, I have that bird neck. So, you know, oh yeah. yeah, my neck's super long. There's no double chin. It's really beautiful. Um, <laughs> you should model that neck. Thank you. Necklaces in your future. I see it. <laughs> yeah, heart of the ocean. Just put it on me, Kate Winslet. Um, <laughs> and and I guess tell us from that, like, how did that? You you also mentioned a little bit earlier, like that eventually uh, getting you to link up with with Naughty Dog. What was that process like? What did you do there? Yeah. As uh, far as like what you can actually share. No, for sure. Um, well, you know, they've been I've I've been out of the game with them for a minute, so the, a lot of things, even if I did share anything, has probably definitely changed. But I won't uh, kneel. So, <laughs> yeah, job security for the future. So yeah, he's good. watching us very closely. <laughs> Loves our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as long as he doesn't give me an awkward slow kiss, I think we're okay. Uh, <laughs> so, what wound up happening was, yeah, I know. What ended up happening was uh, I I did a bunch of touring for uh, I think I had just gotten off the road with the Backstreet Boys and like if you're a session player in Los Angeles what tends to happen is you'll have like months of being gone and you're like oh I'm making money every week and this is killer rock star dream blah 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 I'm pa- I'm in Paris I'm in Morocco and and then one day they just stop calling you and then people forget that you're in town and so then you're living off of that money for a couple of more months if you're not like just regularly drowning in gigs. Like there is a handful of people that clearly are always pushing, but even them, like sometimes they're just like, I've been broke. And I wound up going to a clinic that somebody from the alumni center at Berkeley pointed me towards. And it was like a clinic in game sound design. And so my buddy, Jesse, he's my buddy now, but I, I walked in, I was sitting there and he was showing all of these games that he'd worked on. He was like, Oh, I worked on this final fantasy. I worked on like these other titles for EA or whatever and blah, 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 blah. And so I came up to him at the end of the show or show the whatever thing he was doing, the lecture. And I asked him like, well, how did you get involved? And he was just like, oh, I've, I studied this at Berkeley and then I worked here and there and this and that. And I was like, I want to do that because it seems like it would be a cool, steady thing to do. That's a regular paycheck. I don't have to feel like I'm hustling. Right. You know, I don't feel like I'm always trying to like, you know, like everyone needs to get on my Instagram to see how good of a guitar player I am. Like I, I want to do something I love and do it at a scale that will pay me regularly uh, so that I can fund the other things that I love doing. Right. And so he told me, he was like, well, do you have any experience in this? And I was like, oh, I, I produce music. And he was like, that's not what I asked. <laughs> like, do you have any experience with sound design? And uh, I said, no. So he goes, okay, well, the first thing you need to learn is like the gaming pipeline. So I recommend getting a job. He just got hired by Naughty Dog and he was like, we're hiring in QA. So I think a good place to start is with QA. And he's like, you know a lot about music, you know a lot about audio, you're shooing. I was like, great. So he recommended me. 
And lo and behold, uh, I got hired, not because of my technical prowess of like computer science or whatever, but I told them, I was like, I, I know music really well. And they were like, perfect, we need someone that can do that. And so I, I wound up being there for like three years. And um, it, was, it was a gift. It was hard. Because when, you know, I was working there, they were still crunching and I was doing like a hundred hour long weeks, especially towards the end after we went gold and, Damn. you know, you're trying to get that day one patch really tight right. and the, get mm -hmm. those review copies super tight. So, um, yeah, but I loved it. It, it was, it was a lot of people consider QA the bottom of the barrel, but it's not everyone there is a developer. Everyone there is mega talented and they're all interested in doing another thing that they could possibly even do better than some of the other higher ups in the company. Yeah. It's just a starting point, you know? Yeah. And and what game specifically was that that you were working on there? Uh, I worked on. Was that The Last of Us Two or or the, re oh my. the remake? I you know I I don't know if I want to talk about it. Mm. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so it's, the, so it's the upcoming this multiplayer the game. Hell yes! Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, I worked on I worked on Last of Us Part Two. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, and then I touched Part One very 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 like little bit, got and then I left. It, got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so. man. I think the sound design and like the all the work and the detail that goes into sound design in the video game specifically, like in all aspects right. of like a movie or, or music and like the little things that you can find out. But like in a game, I think they go really underappreciated, I think specifically yeah. more than like a movie or, or a song just because yeah. like people are so engrossed in like the game, which isn't a bad thing, right? Like you want to be in the, your game to be so good that you're engrossed in the actual gameplay. But right. then when you like step back and like listen to like, oh man, the way that the audio is coming in and out and like I can differentiate specific sounds and, and things like right. that, like creating that space in uh, a video game that where, where there's often a lot of a lot of different things going on at once is I right. think really tricky. I can't imagine how difficult that must have been. Well, it's funny too, because a lot of people, uh, I remember we got an email one time from, from someone in another realm, because I'm going to try and be as vague as possible because I don't want anyone ever being hunted for any reason. But he just sent us an email and he was just like, hey, you guys really need to get on this because I'm not even listening to the game when I'm like, you know, working on what I'm working on. And then all I felt collectively all of the audio team at Naughty Dog just have a brain aneurysm Oof. because they were just like, you're not listening to the work that you're putting into the game. How are you doing this? <laughs> and so like notoriously, Brutal. the audio team is always the last team to get their shit done because they're so dependent on everybody else starting theirs. So it's like, I'd love to work on these animations, but you're taking forever to do it. And then finally, like, three weeks until you know they go gold they're just like oh we finished these twelve thousand animations can you put audio to these yeah, yeah. and it's just like no now it's going to be a silent game so it's funny how if it's not there you miss it mm -hmm. and like naughty dog is a company that does audio so 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 beautifully well. yep. um Agreed. but then at the same time a lot of times in the production pipeline the audio team is the very last thought of person which is rough yeah 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 i mean like i think like where we're at with with audio especially in like the the new gen of consoles with like 3d audio or whatever they yeah. want to call whichever version of it <laughs> they're all trying to proprietary make but like i think it's becoming more and more clear when you're yeah. playing a a potentially good to great game yeah yep. then like you can kind of tell the investment in those little like not little mm -hmm. things but like those maybe you know it's not the it's not the graphics it's not the 
combat system. It's not that stuff. It's like the thing that isn't what you actually see. It's what you hear. Yeah. That's oftentimes where you go, oh, shit, this is going to be really good. Mm -hmm. Like when that hits you really quickly, like it's one of, well, also we're like audio nerds. I think (laughs) are. So like probably most people don't think this way, but like when you like, when you get into a new game and you're like, wait a second. Right. Oh, shit. They took time on the audio. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just like, this is going to be. It's one of those I'm things that like, a blast. if you're like an, a casual listener uh, and like you, you go like, oh, I can't articulate why this game feels so detailed and well done. Oftentimes, right. I think it's the audio that's that's contributing. Audio is going to be part of yeah. it for sure. Oh yeah, and I feel like if you, I remember talking to um, it was Jesse again, but we were talking about like the glass sounds. If you play Last of Us Part Two or even Part One, because he he worked on that as well, and they were completely redesigned. Uh, you shatter the glass; it makes a loud popping noise and it shatters. And then when it's scattered all over the floor, if you walk on it, it crunches. Yep. Yep. And a lot of games would not even bother to put in the crunch sound. Yep. And it's just like they I've seen the test levels where it's just like panel after panel after panel. These are car windshields, these are glass for stores. This is somebody's house That's window. Crazy. And it's even he, like he has a whole article where he broke it down. We should just you should just call him cuz honestly he could do it way better <laughs> than me. But um he talks about how his little spice on it was putting uh a, like a little electric zap on top of every shatter. Mm-hmm. And that gives it right in the frequency like the tone that sounds very real and very gritty and i feel like a lot of games like somebody put in a comparison of like the windows in last of us part two and then like the windows in cyberpunk and it was just like night and day difference which no offense to anybody at cyberpunk that that game they were hustled out the door i'm sure yeah yeah they had had no choice um the no you know the individual no they had too many billboards sold they had to put that (laughs) game out there that shit was everywhere Literally everywhere. Yeah. Oh, you could not escape cyberpunk. They had to. They had to give Keanu Reeves enough scripts to be able to get out there and interview for the yeah. game. That's what yeah. it is. Oh, hey, Keanu, you're a big part of this game. It's okay if you just woke up when you're recording. That's Jill. <laughs> oh, it's like, hard because I love him no, 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 so that much. One's good. Oh, oh, we don't no. need to redo it. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, it I do love him in it because I just love Keanu. But yeah, I was like, you know, you're like maybe the worst actor to put focal center like in a video game because right you're not a very rangy guy <laughs> like just but he tonally does, the he man does keanu does, so well oh it's yeah beautiful. nails it. yeah can't Love get enough keanu. Of I'm, I'm excited no, for john wick four man <laughs> oh my god i i, I would cannot wait i i will pre-order tickets for every single john wick movie i just have to it's like the crux I, of my relationship i feel so good I I love I love it so much, man. John Wick three, uh, I saw it in a Dolby Vision theater, like uh, when it came out opening week. I think like you know the seven p.m. Thursday showing. Yeah, like and I, right as that car starts up, you know he like gets in his car and so you just good. get absolutely blasted with it if yes. you're in a good theater. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like, and then I'm, the whole movie is that like. I'm here for him being thrown off of a building and like bad CGI being thrown from like, love it. What Sign is it like up. rooftop to rooftop to rooftop oh, yeah. and then hitting the floor and getting up and being like, I need a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Plot yeah, armor, like, baby. I love it. I love it. I it's hope that perfect. by the next end of the next one, he like has a bionic arm just like cyberpunk. Like, Oh my not? God, please <laughs> dude, take, take this like, because I, unironically, like uh, Spencer and I love 
the Fast and the Furious franchise, like truly unironically, right, yeah. just take it in that direction. Just go buck wild with it. Why not? Cross it over. Cross I've, it I've, over. I've, oh my god. I've Could only you imagine? I've only seen two Fast and the Furious movies. I've only seen Which one and three. One and three? Okay. So I saw that's... Tokyo Drift and then I saw You Didn't Even Have Your Car. Like Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a good that is a good Paul Walker. <laughs> um, I need Paul to I need to re up on them. <laughs> yeah. Uh they're all unique, special in their own ways. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. the the way that they're special is they're good. Uh-huh. And then sometimes the way that they're special is they aren't. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Hilarious. But so what you're saying is I need to binge them all at once. One in three Highly recommend. is a strong choice um, okay. for the only two that you've seen. Nice. Because three, some people think, is the worst. <laughs> oh. And then one is, you know, the classic. But uh, my little brother, Tokyo Drift, is Tokyo his Drift. second favorite movie. What? Uh, he, and he's... That's crazy. Sorry, he's 28. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's not like a child. No, no, no. I remember. I remember one time uh, I was sitting with a whole bunch of other sound designers, and we were talking about like, because a lot of sound designers are like huge movie buffs, and you know all they do is like sit and hyperanalyze like cinema, like cinema history. And so they're going person to person, like, "What's your favorite movie? Oh, it's The Godfather. What was your favorite movie? Oh, it was you know, um, uh, uh, Schindler's List." And it's like, oh, what is yours? And I was like, Pacific Rim. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. Like, why? And I was like, it's just trashy, giant kaiju, like, being, like, destroyed by robots. It was yeah. perfect cinema to me. Uh, if you like trash, uh, one of my favorite <laughs> movies of 2022 legitimately is Moonfall. Oh, uh, I have not seen, seen that it. Lately, yeah. If you want stuff blowing up, with the best of them, that makes no sense. It's it is an absolute banger. I mean, I will say what Pacific Rim did very well for me was it was the first like live action adaptation of like Gundam, yeah, mm-hmm, that I've ever yeah. wanted. It was like it was like every single childhood love of Gun- I got up to pee like three times when I saw it when it came out because I was just like so excited that it was just like here is a giant lizard and it is fighting like two people in this giant mecha. And it's like slow and it's heavy, but the, you know, it's, it's well choreographed and, ah, uh, it was peak. The second one was just so bad. The second one was a huge bummer. It was just that they, they killed Rough. the main character. One of the main characters in the first one, like in the most nonsensical way. Yeah. It's like, oh, she's coming down in hell and just destroy the helicopter. I was like, no. It, Sorry, it, it's a huge bummer. Rough. And then Avatar 2, they don't take out any of the boring people. <laughs> and i love avatar 2 i still well, haven't seen but, avatar 2 uh no it's great absolute vibe like definitely go it's, it's, it's just a straight vibes like, movie yeah 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 nice. yeah don't, just let it wash over you like, oh, that's no. that's the way to watch it i don't know if i can uh, last 12 and a half hours <laughs> i yeah, love it is it is the entire length of the extended lord of the rings original trilogy that is oh true God. it's so, too long yeah. it's too long for sure uh, but it was fun watch. I love your Last of Us uh, 2 inspired tattoo. So I oh, want to talk really briefly about uh, yeah. the Last of Us show. What your have your been have your thoughts been so far? We just wrapped up episode two. Spencer, I'm assuming you caught up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We, good. But yeah. I haven't talked about it with you yet. We can text later. Ooh. Yeah. Well, is there going to be a spoiler warning or is it like, you know? Yeah, spoiler warning right here for, for everyone listening. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get um, into episode two and the ending. Just, just so we can have freedom. 
Skip yeah. skip a random amount and then figure out if you <laughs> actually, made it if, past the spoilers or not. If you haven't played the game either, also spoiler warning. So sorry. Yeah, this is this is when you do that NPR thing where they're like, uh, "I'd like to say that in the middle of this interview, we went ahead and discussed X, Y, and Z." So please skip to fifty-five hours. Oh, hi. This is my fiance in the back. Hello. Yeah. Hi. See you. you don't have to. They both, yeah, they both said hi. It's just a bunch of nerds talking about yeah, nerd stuff. Nerds <laughs> they said we're just a bunch of nerds talking about nerd stuff. <laughs> she's oh, she's also a nerd. Uh, she true. she is a major Lord of the Rings fan and has like a book that's like completely in Elvish. It's amazing. Don't get that's Spencer true. going. Did she like Rings Rings of Power? Uh, yeah, we watched it together, but then I think we were both very disappointed when we found out that there are a lot of rights taken. You know what I mean? But, like they had a lot of liberties that they just kind of took because they weren't able to get full access yeah, yeah. they like can't say some like i don't think yeah. they can say like aragon yeah <laughs> like i don't think that that's like off the table <laughs> right right stuff like that wait i lost my train of thought because my beautiful and wonderful fiance walked in um what were we talking about the show last the show of Us. yeah yep. yeah what do you what do you want to kick it off how, how are you thinking okay so we came out strong after the first episode yeah. We were both extremely hyped, loved it, and then yep. the second episode happened, and I'm still there. Nice. Yeah. I am also I'm, still I'm there. still having a great time. I, I felt like the first episode was a lot of, um, it was a lot of, I kind of didn't like the first episode um oh. in hindsight just because it, it felt, it felt rushed to me and knowing mm. it's, anyone says this, like. If you read the books of Game of Thrones and they're just like, oh, the Red Wedding, and it's like, oh, they described it so much more brutal, but it's like, no, in it's just the first episode was good. The second, the second episode I thought was art. It was beautiful, really well done. It was the game pacing that we finally wanted, but the first one was just like, uh, 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 we need to get them here to this person. We want to cover it in one episode. So let's go ahead and make Robert just a complete bitch. And like have him be thrown under the bus, and then boom, Ellie and Tess and Joel and everybody. To be fair, Robert was a bitch in the game too. (laughs) Well, but he, but he wasn't. But he was. He fought back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He well, he had like hordes of thugs, and it wasn't just like a couple of man. I didn't know the thugs that were in the room beating Tess up. You know, they they look like just. It didn't look like they were going to be beating Tess up. I get what you're saying. I think for for like TV adaptation, it's it's harder to like kind of portray like a huge gang. Like, how do you have this many people in a post apocalyptic? <laughs> so same right. similar with the soldiers. But I do agree with your sentiments. And Spencer and I talked about this uh, last week. Uh, the yeah. second half of the episode specifically did feel a little rushed to me as well. Um, I thought right. like the first thirty minutes, like the whole Sarah and like the opening sequence, was like. Oh, masterfully so done masterfully so really, good. really great but it's, it's also like, like how do you follow that up how do you follow 30 minutes of like almost movie like level like right just show writing and 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 framing and, and shooting to like okay now we're fast forwarding a little bit and we got to get them to this point so i i don't know if you you either of you are listening to the accompanying podcast that uh troy baker and neil Druckmann are doing but no but they I mentioned should. That this was supposed to be two episodes that they ended up cutting into one, and that explains all of it. Yeah, and that's but that's that's that that because if they would have taken time, because I know I know having like oh it's the apocalypse and it's whatever, and how does this guy have a hundred people under him? But it's like describing Robert as like a 
an underground kingpin that he kind of was that was like wheeling and dealing and had all these people working for him. I would have loved to have a whole episode fleshed out between Joel and Tess doing some detective work and like and Joel then, being Joel. Yeah. <clears throat> and cause she set it up where she was like, you need, you, you don't fear me, fear the guy that works for me. And man, if they would have just ended it with Sarah, cause Sarah was such, they did it so good and it was so brutal in the show. And like the way that she was like clawing at Pedro Pascal's neck. Ugh. And it was like, it was, it, it made Intense, me feel yeah. what I Intense. felt in the game all over again. And so it's like, I wish they would have like, Cut to black, you know, rolled the credits or whatever, and then just did the follow-up episode and have episode two be Robert and then episode three be the building and the the traversal that they did, you know? Yeah, if you did yeah, this like I in think, a 10-episode season, it, it would have worked out still. Yeah. I, I think that's like the real struggle with like a game that is as rich as The Last of Us. Like right. is you it's like, oh, okay, we took two episodes, made it one episode, 84 minutes. Right. It's like What's stopping you from going 20 more? Yeah. Like, this is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why not? Like, what would have, what, no one would have been upset. No. Like, when some shows to, do to that. flesh things out, because, like, you're crushing it in what you're showing us. Like, right. You know, you're crushing it because of the creative team that you have to do this. Like, yeah. you guys got the best people for the thing that you could find i think it could also be a case of just like real world real world like business and tv show politics just like coming into play here where like i'm sure an hbo exec was like you can't have a two-hour episode for a premiere Uh, yeah you can only do under 85 minutes it's like what okay it's it's i guess replaying it because i've been live streaming it um when we got to robert and there's that discussion between tess joel and robert yep and Tess double taps him. Like, I understand that we saw Tess taking a beating in the show, and it's just like, Tess is so tough, and Tess is very strong. But the way she is just, even before Joel, is unapologetic about how she's, like, wheeling and dealing different people and taking them out, I feel like we missed that. And so talking about the next episode, there was a lot of subtext that I feel like I love that they kind of brought from Tess as, like, a mother figure to Ellie temporarily. but. They, I felt like they kind of did her dirty in the show. They, I, I, if I had a critique for the second episode is like, oh, already. Yeah. This is where we're kind of ending the test journey. Okay. That feels quick. Right. Yeah. I think, I think it's because of that first um, episode. Yep. Yeah. You kind of like, if there was a bridge episode between those, it's like, yeah. okay, this makes a lot more sense, but right. It, I, I think the thing about The Last of Us is it's so fucking dark, the game. Right. Yep. Where you're like, they're 20 years into this level of violence is the only way you survive. Right. right. The, like, you know, it's 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 real bleak. Like, yeah. And, and I don't think any network, even a streamer would be like, no, we can just go straight up with this, like, <laughs> where truly humanity is gone. And, right. Like, double tapping a dude that did you dirty doesn't yeah. elicit a response from anyone else in the room. Which is crazy, though, because, like, you, you think about the uh, the the first scene after the time jump is that little boy that walks into the quarantine uh, zone, and, like, they euthanize this kid, and then Joel, like, just dumps his body into flames. So, well, like, I, I still think, think of they, like... they did give you some of those beats that give you, like, the glimpse into the bleakness. I just don't know if they yeah. have done... um. 
the full extent of like Marlene talking about like I know what you two are capable of and then Ellie saying like right. what are they capable of like I don't know if they've given us the full extent of that and I don't know if well, they want to maybe it's like a TV thing where it's like because of the way that we know this relationship between Joel and Ellie needs to develop maybe yeah. they have to tone some of that down I don't know I'm wondering if they're they're going to give us a history lesson at Joel and Tess in the next episode because there's all that in the game yeah. like oh, that's oh right. Is there, is there trouble in paradise? Is there, you know, from Bill yep. that I feel like that's a perfect moment to be like, oh, what about Tess? What happened? To, and then you show Joel's flashback, probably in intertwined with Bill and Tess together with Bill and Frank. Yep. And so hopefully I feel they will redeem her a little bit more because yeah. ah, that ending, I just, you know. I, yeah. I I, yeah. I mean, hey reviews are like because they got everyone got the first three episodes and they're like the third episode's like the best thing that's ever been on tv what like, like really? a lot of reviews say that so okay i'm, I'm very excited it's exciting because like this is based on those trailers alone i'm like oh th- i'm so excited because none of that feels familiar at all from the game right. this this feels like they're gonna take the most liberties and apparently according to most of the reviews like yeah this is where they take the absolute most liberties but because right. they can, right? Because it's backstory that we didn't get into in the game really at all. Right. Besides like little notes here and there in Bill's uh, town. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I'm very oh, excited for it. I, I'm, I'm here for I know I have my complaints about it, but honestly, I think they, out of any live action adaptation, you know, even counting the uh, Uwe Boll uh, <laughs> movies or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I feel like this is killing it. Um, there are some things that I feel like are a little clunky and a little awkward, uh, but all in all, you know, I'm I'm impressed and I'm very proud of uh, the studio. Which the I know the studio is not actually working on the show. The studio is working on the games. Yep. They're you know, if anything, I guess the writing team is more probably collaborating. But, yeah, but I think yeah. all of those like the, all the details that you're getting in the game in the show rather yeah. came from the work of all the people that worked on the game. Yeah, that when they did the plank scene in the second episode yes. where Ellie was walking across and I was like, they kept the shot. They're keeping all these shots They're keeping all these like costume decisions, all these like real world like, you know, they're bringing it to life. And oh, my God, that Mario yeah. movie better pop after this. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like it, it is crazy. Like they're doing a really great job of like triggering that sense memory mm-hmm. of moments of the game. So like it's. It's just a real treat if you played them. Oh, like yeah. it just yeah. it is at times. Yeah, there's going to be weird stuff, but you're just like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. I well, even the the Where's little there? added Ellie things that are like, yeah. yeah, like Ellie didn't say that in the game, but of course she would say that. Right. Right. Though though the 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 countdown to like seven eight fuck you was so <laughs> like that. That's just straight Ellie. That's just straight Ellie. It's so good. Exactly. Um, I love that. I, I mean, I'm I'm excited for the rest of the the season. I don't yeah, know me it too. It's gonna hold up. I think it's going to hold up to like. I think, it, I'm I'm excited, and I hope it gets to the point by the end of the season where you don't go, oh, best video game adaptation, live action adaptation right. ever. I hope you go. This holds up to any season one of a TV show ever. That's well, me, where I want it ask, to get. Let me ask both of you: Do you think they're going to do the uh, full game in one season, or are they going to stop somewhere? They they did confirm that they're doing the full game in one season. Oh, they're doing the full game in one season. Mm-hmm. Oh, two is probably going to be two seasons. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Sorry yeah. if I, I'm I'm I, so I, plugged in uh, on Twitter and shit. I'm very I'm a nerd. I'm very very interested to see the rest of the series because like the one thing that's stressing me out is the kind of 
early parallels to the original first season of Walking Dead, mm. where they have this incredible bleak source material. Right. And I don't know if you've rewatched it ever or seen it ever. Yeah. The first episode of The Walking Dead is about 84 minutes, I think. And Beautiful. it's like one of the best episodes of TV I agree. ever. The first it was and a great place just, to leave off, too. They God. just keep going away from the, the core material, of what it yeah. is, and then it becomes terrible by literally the end of the first season. Ugh. We all just pretended like <laughs> a couple more seasons were good. But I don't uh, I, I think the source material here is is good enough where like you can't escape the bleakness because it's so embedded into their journey. Like we're right. gonna get into Bill and Frank. Then we're going to get into, which isn't going to end well, you're going to get right. immediately after that, you get into Henry and Sam, which ends horribly, <sighs> horribly. This is like a disaster of an ending for, oh, for, yeah. for them. Shit just gets worse. Well, we, they the also still need to, they have to cover Riley. Which is like also in some heartbreaking. Way. You get yeah. into Joe's injury, which that, I think that's like the perfect place to, obviously that's where it is in the game canonically as well, like when Joe is injured. Yeah. Um, but then you get into that. You get into David. into David, which is dis- <sighs> just straight disturbing, man. Just like, how, how do you pull this of off? How do you, like the cannibal stuff? I was just talking to to Lily, my my wife, about this. I was like, how are they gonna like hold back? So I hope they don't hold back because that's like what makes it so good. The you, the contrast of Joel and Ellie's relationship and the bleakness of the world is what makes this story work. What's mm-hmm. wild too is. Um, without going into it too much, but the the trash can of things at Naughty Dog that they held back. Because it was just like, I remember somebody in QA telling me they were like, oh, David used to be like much grittier. It used to be much more brutal. And it's like, I remember like some of, some of the scenes just had like an extra like minute tacked onto them that were just like, like, my God, please stop killing this person. And they're like still going. So... I, I think oh, it's God. like it's it's where where um, and I know there's some weirdness and we don't have to get too much into it. But like, I think that's where I think Bruce Daly's uh, inputs in the first one, I think it mm-hmm. really benefited the game where you needed that balance where it didn't get overly into like, OK, this is just shock value now. Like this isn't really right. doing anything for the story and for the narrative. Right. So I think there's that balance that you have to kind of throw in as well. So I don't know. Yeah. It's tricky. I don't know how they're especially some of those the like really dark beats. I mean, we oh, yeah. got we got the Sarah thing already, but like it gets really dark. No, it it gets. So, oh, man, that's where Sam. it's yeah, tricky. I'm, How I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so excited to see it. Well, and and the thing that I'm wondering too, it, you saying that it's all going to be the one game in the one season. Oh, man, just now I understand why they rushed the first episode. Yep. But simultaneously, it's like that hospital, the end of the show. Like, it's got to be a whole episode, right? It it, yeah. it has to be. Joel can't just march in and just whatever. Like Joel, ha- I need him. There needs to be that a struggle. Scene, yep. The scene where he's being taken away and he like stops and shoots the so- the soldier like point blank range. He's like, oh, I don't have time for this. And like, like yeah. I need those elements in the show to just showcase Joel's pure like mental break. Like I- he's just yeah. Go ahead put out a prediction for that episode yeah yeah we're gonna have a nine minute or longer oneer of Uh carnage through the hospital that's my prediction that would be gotta do it nowadays that would be are they gonna do it are they gonna do it like how they did in the doom movie that came out where they just all (laughs) exactly like the doom movie (laughs) 
It's, what a balance. It's, it's, you see a HUD pop up and all of a sudden he's leaning against the wall and he can hear through the wall. Yeah, he starts going, the he starts, movie. like, that's that honestly my biggest complaint about this show. He's not going through enough drawers. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't just like randomly found a corner to stare at while you're looking at your backpack. Exactly. He's not, he's not sitting down and the camera's not panning around him trying to get around the corner while you're like crafting. Yeah, because you're, yeah, I'm too scared to look over there. So I'm just going to craft and just try to like. I, I, I appreciated in this last episode how he did a little bit of a duck walk towards Ellie at one point. Yes, but I yes. need, I need a whole episode where it's him and Ellie walking around and he does that thing where you walk into a shelf and turn around. And then, yep. like, walk into another wall, and then you're just yeah. trying to wait for the item to trigger to pick up. And it's just... yeah. I mean, if it's not going to show us that, it's a bad adaptation. Obviously. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Just get Ellie be we like, get... you know how she you, she does in the game when you go AFK? She's like, just, what are you doing? Are we just standing here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ten minutes of I love it. just standing. Uh, so we're coming up on the hour. I don't know if, uh, yeah. uh, I don't want to keep you for, for much longer. This was a really... Fun conversation, Philip. Thanks so yeah, much yeah. for for doing this, yeah. man. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I I don't often get asked a lot of questions like this, so this is great. I appreciate well, I hanging out with both of you. One final question for you, Philip. Oh, uh, what's a game you're playing right now that you're enjoying that maybe isn't content based? Just hey, what's a game that you're like? I like <sighs> this game right now, man. Um, you know, I I've been streaming it a little bit, but I kind of have been holding it back for myself. It's been Tunic. Tunic is so good. I need to. It's, I need to get Tunic. tunic. Is so like, good. It's on my list. It's like when I stream it, I, I get a pretty decent number of people that come in, but like at the end of the day, it's just so, so charming and so wholesome, and it's like so well made that I almost don't want it to be like ruined by backseat gaming. Like it's yeah. not like Hollow Knight where it's just like Hollow Knight's a vibe, but it's like like blistering combat, right. and so people coming in and being like, "Use this," I'm like, "That's a great idea." Tunic is more of like, I just, it's late, you know, I have a glass of whiskey and it's just like, I'm going to sit here and watch this cute little like ghost thing try and kill me. But, you know, even if I die, it's adorable. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Wait, what about y'all? That's, That's a good one. Nice one. All right. Wait, both of y'all. What are you, what are you playing? Ooh. Spencer. Okay. Uh, what am I playing? So my PlayStation broke recently Beautiful. but i got it back finally so that's okay. nice um so i like just downloaded a bunch of random stuff in my back catalog because i didn't really want to i didn't want to buy for for forsaken forspoken Forspoken. yeah forspoken yeah <laughs> forspoken uh so i just like booted up uh no man's sky oh um because i've been real into space and sci-fi lately yeah uh and always but really going into it lately yeah um yeah, and that's been a great just like I'm literally reclining back all the way. I need to just get back into that. Exploring planets and I changed all the settings so like basically it's just to look around. Yeah. Like I I really lowered all the difficulty and it's been just really nice and like calming to like be like, all right, I guess I got to mine some more. Dude, uh, it's such like a good lo-fi game experience now. It really is. I remember when it first came out, at, like I got a refund for it because I was like, I can't yeah. explore billions of whatever. And now I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here and listen to the atmosphere. Yep. Oh. So good. Yep. So good. Just chill. I just finally started getting into, um, I never beat or never played uh, 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 Fallen Order, uh, Star uh -huh. Wars. So I'm finally nice. getting into that. I'm like, I also play Fantastic. that, playing that on like an easy difficulty. I'm like, you know what? I, I, I just really don't want to struggle right now because I know there's going to be other stuff this year that I'm going to go hardcore on. And yeah. it's like, oh man, 
I forget that I love Star Wars sometimes. I always forget Dude, it's sometimes so great. that I love Star Wars sometimes. And like a good Star Wars still hits. Andor was well, great. It's, oh my god. It's so funny because when that game came out, it was so buggy. So, so, so that, buggy. I remember at one point. Me away. Yeah. Dude, well, I remember at one point holstering my lightsaber, but it stayed on. And so it's yeah. like you're running around and it's just like bouncing <laughs> off his hip. Yeah, um, no, it was kind of a mess at yeah, but but now it's it's just like I it was it speaks how good it is that it was still a mess at launch, but it was like probably one of the best Star Wars Jedi adaptations ever made. Yep, yep, yep. yep. It it's, it definitely gave really me well like right yep. the oh, old yeah. school Star Wars extended universe vibes. Yeah. Like which was like, you know, most of my childhood, I would say. <laughs> just like Aww. reading Jedi apprentice books. <laughs> Which don't don't count anymore because once Daddy Disney took over, they threw all like, the legends. None of that's canon and I, anymore. Yeah. I, and I listened to the House of Mouse. I burned them all <laughs> in, in a huge fire in my the middle of my neighborhood. Um, people were throwing other books in there. It was weird. Ooh, yeah, it was uh, weird. That's no, why you have the no. that's why you have the Mickey Mouse carved into your forehead. Is, is what <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 for those it's, it's for those not watching. Though, so they knew I did it myself. <laughs> <laughs> love oh it. my god, love it. Amazing. All right, well. Thank you. That was the episode. Thanks for listening. Go follow Philip. Uh, plug plug all your socials, plug, your, plug, your Twitch, plug, your plug, TikTok, plug. everything. Where can we find uh, you? Uh, just, you know, bubbly underscore nuggets. Um, that's it. That's mostly it. I, you know, you can find everything on a link tree on that one page. So, yeah, Discord, Twitch, come through, come hang out, go follow the DMGT and give them crap in the most lovely ways. Oh, man. Yeah. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. <laughs> plugged us in your plug. That's crazy. Yeah, That's dude, nuts. of course. What a guy. Y'all are great. Guy. All right. Cool. Thanks, everyone, for Bye. listening. Bye. Bye.